Hey guys, welcome to Topics with Tim. This is going to be a pretty short show on this one. I'm basically just breaking down the results of Kyle and I's betting lines that we did a couple days ago, although I just released the episode today. I know it's a little bit late in the future. I'm going to try to get those in earlier in the week, so that way you guys have time to digest that information, so that when you're making your own bets on the NFL, that you'll have that information before you have to place your bets, not after. But I thought it'd still make for pretty good content if you wanted to go through and listen to what we did bet on, and you can kind of see like how it turned out. And this this show, I'm going to be actually breaking down how it actually worked out and who is currently in the lead between me and Kyle for our picks so far. So what happened? Well, me and Kyle, we both chose the Cardinals at minus three, and we were both wrong about that. They lost by more than that, sadly. We also both picked the Ravens at minus 14 and a half. They only covered 14 points. They only won by 14. They didn't win by 14 and a half. So therefore, we lose that bet. Even if it was so close, doesn't matter. We still lost that one, sadly. We both, however, picked the Browns at plus four. They ended up actually upsetting the Cowboys and just beating them outright. So we didn't even have to worry about getting those four points. They just won. So that was a big win for us. Our first disagreement, Kyle and I, we both disagreed. He actually picked the Bengals at minus 2.5. I picked the Jaguars at plus 2.5. I was wrong. He was right. He did say and predict that Burrow would get his first NFL win, and he did. So Kyle, at that point, has the lead on me in terms of our win-losses here. We both picked the Chargers at plus 7 over the Bucks. In the previous pod, I said that if your team covers... So the Bucks, they were minus seven. They won by seven. That that means that you win. However, I was wrong. It's actually a push. If you get if you hit that exact number, then it's a push for both sides because technically both sides were right. The Bucks won by seven, but the Chargers also were within seven points. So we chose the Chargers at plus seven, and at halftime that was looking pretty good. The Chargers were up by a good amount, and I was feeling pretty good about that. But the Bucks made an amazing comeback. Tom Brady, five touchdown passes. So love Tom Brady, so no complaints there. Um, unfortunately, though, we got the push. So I'll count that at the end. So we'll do win-loss tie, essentially, or win-loss push. So when I give you guys our records at the end, just know win-loss push is how it's going to go. So I'll still count those pushes because they're still I think they're still important. Kyle and I both went with the Texans at minus three. We were both wrong on that. They were beaten by the Vikings by, I think, seven or eight points. So that was a little bit sad. Head coach slash GM slash apparently was going to be the play caller was fired. And no one's really surprised based on the talent that he has and how they've underperformed and some of the moves he's made at GM. Only a few guys are really good enough to be GMs and head coaches, and obviously he wasn't one of them. So unfortunately, we we backed the wrong horse on that one. But hopefully better days are ahead for the Texans and Deshaun Watson. We both, actually, we disagreed on this one. I chose the Seahawks at minus six. I thought they would cover the spread. Kyle chose the Dolphins at plus six. Even though the Dolphins did keep it closer than I think what most people anticipated, the Seahawks were actually able to cover that spread. So therefore, I got the win. And now we're back in even standing here on these picks. However, I was able to get the leg up with this pick here. I picked the Giants at plus 14 and a half. I explained... In the previous pod, I just didn't think that they would get blown out. I thought it would kind of be a weird kind of grind game, or even if the Rams did get up, that they'd kind of coast late and the Giants would be able to get back in it and just make it a respectable 
scoring on the scoreboard. Maybe they get blown out really, which I kind of thought that's how it played out. The Rams pretty much dominated most of the game, but the Giants still kind of hung around and, you know, you knew they weren't, didn't really, weren't going to win, but they just kind of kept it close enough. So I was able to win that one going up on the leaderboard. We both picked the Raiders at plus three and a half. We were both quite wrong on that one. The Bills are looking like one of the best teams in the NFL, and they they took care of the Raiders pretty handily. So we are both wrong on that. We both chose the Colts at minus three. We just thought that they were better, that the Bears had played some pretty crappy teams, and, I mean, you can't really trust the Bears. And we were both right on that. The Colts ended up winning by, I believe, seven or eight points. So we got that one. Another one that we also got was the Eagles-Niners. We both thought the Niners were pretty overrated, especially for the amount of injuries they've had and for having a backup quarterback. I thought that was pretty insane that they were getting seven and a half points. And I don't think they even had any fans. I can't remember if they had any fans or not. So the home field was kind of mitigated as well. And we were right. The Eagles ended up winning that game by five, so we didn't even need the points. Eagles just won outright. However, we did finish with a loss. We both chose the Falcons at plus seven, thinking they'd keep a competitive game against the Packers, but they did not. The Packers handed them, handled them pretty, pretty much throughout the game. There was really no point in which you ever thought the Falcons would threaten, would really threaten. So, all in all, a not a bad week for the spreads. Again, I think if we were just picking straight winners, me and Kyle would have done a lot better because we would have picked, obviously, the Ravens to win. We would have picked the, let's see, we would have picked the, which one did we, oh, maybe that's the only one. Oh, we would have picked the Bucks to win. We both talked about how we thought the Bucks would win, but we just didn't think they would cover the spread. So we would have gotten an extra two teams there had we just done straight, straight up, which team wins, which team loses. We would have come out actually positive. But because we wanted to do the spread, we obviously lost or tied some matchups based on just teams not covering the points. But that's what makes it more fun, honestly, and more challenging as well. So after this week, I am sitting at a pretty 5, 6, and 1, which doesn't look all that great. But however, Kyle only ended up with a 4, 7, and 1. So right now, I am in the lead by just one game. So hopefully I can get Kyle on again and we can do another pod for these next coming games and we can continue to keep track of who is who is in the lead because I'm I'm excited to keep this going and kind of see how we do over the course of a season and and what that looks like. So anyway, thank you for listening. If you still want to go over listen to that pod, it's already posted. There's a lot of good content, a lot of good information where we, we pretty much spend at least five to ten minutes on each matchup kind of breaking down. Um, big big name players in each matchup and why we think it'll go the way it's going to go so even though it's already happened there's still a ton of good content in that pod uh, for those of you who are NFL fans and want some more NFL just you know I'll go back some myself and listen to old betting line pods because I just want to see how what they talked about when they were doing the pod originally how it actually lined up with what happened on Sunday and I find it really fascinating when I'm listening I'm like oh man they really for example, Colin Coward has one that he does, and I was really surprised at how he would say things to try to prep up one of his teams or try to justify one of the teams he was selecting. And then obviously me knowing the results and re-listening to that, I went, oh, wow, he really overblew that or he really undersold that or just it's interesting. So I definitely recommend if you're an NFL, pod, NFL fan, you want more NFL content and good information, Definitely go back and listen to that previous week's 
pod and get some some good content and you kind of know what we maybe when we talked about it maybe we you know we over over hyped some things and under hyped some things and we had certain perspectives that were incorrect or maybe were correct so anyway thank you for listening to this quick results pod and i'll see you guys on the next pod